0: Thank you all for being here. You've probably gathered, if you've looked closely at the program, that today is a bit of a family affair. And so I might as well tell a few family stories just to get the ball rolling. One of them is that when we were talking about Mari's baptism, I uh, called, I think, my parents, and my dad said, so when am I coming out to baptize my granddaughter? It was not may I. It was when am I coming out? <laughs> Let's set a date. Because as a family tradition, I was baptized by my grandfather. So might as well carry it forward, I guess. Another little tidbit was back when I was preparing uh, for ordination. I had just started the ordination process. My dad was seated on the Commission on Ministry in the Diocese of West Missouri. And so when I came up as a subject, he would get up and leave the room. And then he would come back in the room after they had talked about me and somebody on the Commission on Ministry would say, well, now that we've talked about Ben, we can talk about Richard. <laughs> Part of my preparation for the ordination process was taking a battery of psychological evaluations, which is normal in most of our processes around the church. And one of them was the, one, one of them was the MMPI which is a whole series of questions designed to make sure that people who are entering the process are somewhat in their right mind. And I gather with the other aspirants around the table with a counselor who reviewed all of the results of our examinations. And she gave us a little chart that had a bar graph on it with elevations where there were areas of concern. And one of them was called bizarrementation. Bizarre mentation. And we all said, what is that? And she said, that's hearing voices. And she said, I expect a little bit of elevation there. Since all of you have heard a call to join this process. Maybe you heard the voice of God, a little bit of bizarre mentation. Isn't that what our readings are about today? Bizarre mentation, right? The voice of God being heard, first of all in Genesis, by the chaos that precedes creation. And God simply utters into that chaos, let there be light. And the created order begins to come into being. It's a deeply mythic part of our tradition that somehow God's voice brings order out of chaos. The fascinating thing to me as I reflect on the record of this in scripture is that God's voice in this very sort of naked, direct form appears only a handful of times in all of the scriptural record. Normally God's voice is mediated through prophets and leaders and interpreters and mystics. Just a handful of times God speaks directly. And in every one of those times chaos is turned to order, order is sometimes turned to chaos the reality of life is turned upside down. That's what God's voice does. And a baby's voice too. (laughs) Richard Rohr, who is a spiritual author and also speaker around the country, talks about wonder and wondering something we teach as a foundational spiritual discipline for our children in godly play. And he says there are at least three ways that we engage in the spiritual process of wondering. The first way, he says, is standing in disbelief. Which is an interesting place to start. Standing in disbelief, we wonder. And by disbelief, he doesn't mean mere skepticism or a little blip on your MMPI that says bizarre mentation. He's talking about the deep emotional reaction, I believe, that we all have when we encounter something that so challenges our notions of reality that our first reaction is, I don't believe it. I don't believe it our world is turned upside down and if you reflect on those few stories in scripture where god speaks directly it makes sense it's the voice coming out of the burning bush saying to moses that he is called the voice that says i am it is the voice to peter on the rooftop learning that Everything he thought about the way an ethical life should be led needs to be opened up so that the Gentiles may be included in the Christian faith. And of course, it is the voice in today's reading from Mark. Mark, you see, has God speak even before Jesus speaks for the first time. We don't have any of the infancy narratives or any of the lead-up that we get in some of the other Gospels. Jesus simply comes out of Nazareth and Galilee to be baptized, along with everybody else it seems, in the River Jordan. And you have to wonder, when the sky opens up for Jesus and he hears God's voice, if his first reaction isn't, I don't believe it. because Jesus' life has just been turned completely upside down. His world is being remade. The second part of wondering that Richard Rohr talks about is standing in questions. What does it mean that God has just spoken? What does it mean that God speaks to us in our lives if we will just but listen in the midst of all the clutter and the noise, through people who come to us, through our tradition, through our loved ones, and through the stranger, what happens when we bring our questions into that and ask, what are you trying to tell me? What are you trying to tell me, oh God, in the midst of this? standing in questions. What would happen in your MMPI? Would you get a bump on bizarre mentation? Are we Christians all just a little bit on the crazy side as far as standard psychological evaluations go? Have you heard the voice of God speaking in your life? It's a voice we're called to seek and search for by virtue of our baptism. A voice that has been speaking from the very beginning, bringing creation into being, turning our lives upside down and inside out. Order from chaos, chaos sometimes from order. It's when we have been confronted by a reality we thought unimaginable, that we recognize the voice of God speaking in our lives, that life-giving voice, that life-transforming voice. The third part of wondering, Richard Rohr writes, is about standing in awe. Do we wonder in that way from time to time? Because when God speaks directly in scripture, it is almost always and invariably a voice that is not only transformative, but a voice that is loving. Do we stand in awe when we hear God say, as Jesus said, according, Jesus heard, according to Mark, you are my child, the beloved, when God says to us, with you, I am well pleased.